All right, how's it going, everybody? So we're going to talk about uh, one company I think you got to have in your portfolio. They're called Duke Energy. Um, let me pull up the charts real quick. We'll take a few moments. These days, I'll figure it out. Here we go. Oh, maybe. One moment. Ah, here we go. All right, so we want to talk about Duke Energy on this one. So Duke Energy is one I uh, definitely recommend for everybody. Uh, just because, one, they've been around for a long time. Let's look at their uh, chart for a second. Duke, uh, Duke Energy Corporation, together with its uh, subsidiaries, operates as, a, as an energy company. In the United States, it operates through three segments. Uh, electric utilities and infrastructure, gas utilities and infrastructure, and commercial renewables. Uh, the electric utilities and infrastructure segments uh, generates, transmits, distributes, and sells electricity in the Carolinas, Florida, and the Midwest, and uses coal, hydroelectric, natural gas, oil, renewable sources, and nuclear fuel to generate electricity. It also, gener it also engages in the wholesale of electricity to municipalities, electric uh, cooperative utilities, and load-serving entities. Uh, this segment serves approximately 7.9 million retail electric customers in six states in the southeast and Midwest regions of the United States covering a service, service territory of approximately 91,000 square miles and owns approximately 50,807 megawatts of generation capacity. The gas utilities and infrastructure segment contributes natural gas to residential, commercial, industrial, uh, and power generation natural gas customers and owns, operates, and invests in pipeline transmission and natural gas storage facilities. It has approximately 1.6 million customers, including 1.1 million customers in North Carolina, uh, South Carolina, and Tennessee, as well as, uh, let's see, 541,000 uh, customers in southwestern Ohio and northern Kentucky. The commercial renewable segment acquires, owns, develops, builds, and operates wind and solar renewable uh, generation pro projects, including non-regulated renewable energy and energy storage services to utilities, electric uh, cooperatives, municipals, and commercial and industrial customers. Uh, it has 21 wind, 150 solar, and two battery storage facilities, as well as 11 fuel cell locations with a capacity of 2,282 megawatts across 19 states. The company was formerly known as Duke Energy Holding Corporation and changed its name to Duke Energy Corporation in April of 2005. Uh, the company was incorporated in 2005 and is headquartered in Charlotte, North Carolina. So, pretty, pretty big company. Um, let's go over the statistics. Um, let me just do something real quick. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, but I want to thank you guys for being so patient with me on this one. So, currently, their market cap is $81.6 billion. Uh, their PE ratio is a little bit big. They're pretty overvalued. 60 times price over earnings, essentially. Um, let's see. Hmm. What else we got here? 
Uh, they're definitely overvalued, that's for sure. I agree with Yahoo Finance on this one. Um, they pay a nice dividend, though, a 3.75% uh, annual dividend yield. And their dividend that they pay out per year is $3.94 in grand total. Um, let's see. You know what else we got here? Huh. Okay, and then um, 52-week range is $78.95 to $108. Um, I will say this, though. If a market crash does happen, which I do think it sincerely will happen, um, you're better off just getting this company and stashing it in your portfolio. It's, it's one of the best things you can do. Um, I think you'd be missing out on a golden opportunity if you didn't. So you're definitely getting the best, one of the best uh, energy companies you could possibly get. Um, yeah, <laughs> their market cap solid. Uh, it's a big company overall. Volatility's not too bad. Nobody's ever too bearish on it. Not too bullish. Um, the goal of ha the whole purpose of having this in your portfolio is a solid dividend. So if you buy this company at a really low cost, you're gonna get a great yearly return, basically, and a dividend growth over time. So it's it's a win-win situation. When a company has a decent decent dividend and they have a history, good history of paying it out, um, you're pretty much on the right track. So I, I would definitely, and I always say this, I would always have Duke Energy in my portfolio, and I always will because they're just one of the best ones. Um, they are solid, and I think most people should have them. So uh, let's see. If I'm trying to think of other ones, I would probably... I mean, Duke Energy Solid, any energy company that's, that's huge is pretty much a no-brainer. I think you're always going to want to keep the biggest of the, the biggest ones you can get a hold of and, I don't know, just keep them, you know, just kind of keep them, store them, and it's the smartest thing you could even pull off, so. Um, but as far as it goes, I think, um, like I said, I, I think the market cap's decent. They're a big company, but I do think the reason the market cap is so high is because they're so extremely overvalued. Um, when a company is this valued this heavily, um, it's a little concerning because good company, good earnings. Uh, actually, I didn't take a look at the earnings. Hold on. Let's get back to the earnings here. So their earnings look like, let's see, uh, actual, they beat their earnings estimates, which is nice. Sometimes they meet them exactly, but usually when they beat them, it's usually not by much. They beat them by like six cents per share, eight cents per share, five cents per share. It's not bad though. I mean, as long as they're exceeding the expected earnings, um, but earnings growth is the one thing I'm curious about because they did have an incredible quarter three. I think that they when in 2020, they could have been just a bit of an anomaly though, because people I think were still staying inside quite a bit and using a lot of electricity, uh, but. And they went back down to earth uh, quarter four, 2020. And then quarter one of 2021, they're pretty good. I There's a little low expectations right now for quarter two, um, which makes sense. I think uh, all these stocks like stocks like this one are not always going to have banging, incredible earnings. A lot of the times it just depends on, you know, how many customers you have using electricity, you know, what are the electric bills looking like? And electric bills do vary. Um, so... It just depends, and it's a huge energy company. 
Uh, I would keep them in your portfolio, but I would diverse. If you're going to get with energy companies like electric companies, at least diversify your portfolio a bit because you'll never know with some of these. Some of them might um, implode, I guess you could say. Uh, some of them may have shitty earnings, but you want to keep uh, a good basket full of electric companies if you're going to add them to your portfolio because you want to get the dividend, but you also want to buy uh, the good ones in a dip. So it's a solid, it's a solid choice. Um, overall, though, I recommend during a market crash just simply buying what do you call them? Um, index funds, uh, S and P five hundred preferably, or the Nasdaq QQQ. But um, yeah, it's solid either way. And I'm just excited, you know. I mean, we're looking at a. I mean, if if we're looking at things accurately, I think what you need to do as a as an investor is just find the best best companies and duke energy is solid and i always say this find the best of the best i mean they're not the best of the best but they're pretty solid you want to find a good company with solid earnings always in the positives um you know have good revenue growth good earnings potential i mean you want the company to grow you don't want you don't want to have the com you don't want the company to have high operational costs for instance you don't want them to be massively in debt you want them to be profitable um but sometimes a company does need to take on some debt in order to grow. That is the truth. So, but if a, if a company has proven earnings, then usually debt is okay. But if a company doesn't have proven earnings, you're really taking a bit of a risk. Um, and sometimes you don't have to take the biggest risks. Um, you could just find the best companies you could muster and just go from there. Um, but I do hope this has been helpful in some way to everybody. Um, just do me a favor. Um, if you, if you like these videos. Uh, feel free to smash the like button, obviously, and then if you hate them, hit the dislike button. All fine by me. I'm just here to educate you, teach you. So, hope you guys got something out of this, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I will do more here shortly. Later, everybody.